Are you searching for the perfect gift? Or do you just need a unique statement piece for yourself? Well, either way, Denia Jour help you out. What you need is the S4S jewelry collection by Denia Designs for you. S4S stands for strictly for a stage. Stand out at your next photo or video shoot. Snag that magazine cover. Go from being a part-time extra to an actor or actress who stays booked. Or just be the talk of the town at every event. The Naya Design for You jewelry is handcrafted and Chicago made for men, women, and children. To start your collection, simply go to www.denayaazure.com. That's www.denayaazure.com. That's www.d-a-n-a-y-a-a-z-u-r-e-dot-c-o-m. Next Legacy. Do you love American music? Have you ever heard of The Turkey Fought Back? Twerking with a twang, or a song about us. Tonight's your radio is now sponsored by UncleRyanO.com. You can check out all of these incredible international hits and grab some phenomenal merch at www.UncleRyanO.com. They have gear for the entire family, T-shirts. Hoodies, koozies, travel mugs, mouse pads, and so much more. That's www.unclerino.com. Tell them Denial is your set. Next Legacy. Excuse me, you got the time. That's one of my favorite lines. Told her my phone just that. It's on fabric. I just laughed. She said at 3 30, cracked a smile that she would clap. On my mission, in my head, singing pretty brown eyes. Hope I ain't coming on too strong. Mommy, I apologize. Me, I move different. I ain't like these other guys. Actions speak louder than words. I can show you otherwise. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. You are diamond in my eyes. All these cuts on my wrist, but I ain't thinking suicide. Maybe I can get your number. I'm free around five. If you're not busy, we can have some fun in the city. I asked if she pumped. She said, yeah, I'll be on my ditty. Uh, excuse me, miss. What's your name? Are you in a rush? I ain't trying to cause no fuss. I was thinking dinner. Just the two of us. Can I get your number? Later on, I'll call. Do you believe in love? I'll catch you if you fall. Uh, excuse me, miss. Uh, what's your name? Are you in a rush? I ain't trying to cause no fuss. I was thinking dinner, just the two of us. Can I get your number? Later on, I call. Do you believe in love? I'll catch you if you fall. <laughs> Do you believe in love? 
Yeah, I'll catch you if you fall. You know I can't game. As if I play soccer, I wanted the brown rice and the veggies. She wanted the lobster. I be on my biggest shit. She asked, can I keep a secret? Sure I can. Looked at her, grab her arm as we started the dance. She said, I hope you understand, but I do got a man. Hope we can have this one night. In my head, I'm thinking that's the plan. Made her my cheerleader. Had her pump palms in my hand. Every time they ask about me, she tell them I'm just a friend. Who you know cooler? I get cheese, smoke gouda. Lessons with no tutor, chubby got like Buddha. Kind of business on my own, but I still know shooters. You niggas don't measure up. I'm beyond rulers. This that Harley Davidson lifestyle. Y'all still riding scooters. I be on my Jesus shit, watching out for you, Judas. Still chasing young cat, getting scratched by Krugers. Too many Hennessy shots, weed and hookah. Excuse me, miss. What's your name? Are you in a rush? I ain't trying to cause no fuss. I was thinking dinner, just the two of us. Can I get your number later on? Do you believe in love? I'll catch you if you fall. Uh, excuse me, miss. Uh, what's your name? Are you in a rush? I ain't trying to call no fuss. I was thinking dinner, just the two of us. Can I get your number later on? i call. Do you believe in love? I'll catch you if you fall. <laughs> Do you believe in love? Yeah, I'll catch you if you fall. Tonight as your radio, it's when you see the underground again, music, your station. And we are here with the fabulous celebrity photographer, Jason McQueen, is back from New York Fashion How you League. doing? How you 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 doing? Oh my goodness. <laughs> we are live on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, because that's what we do here tonight as your radio, yes. What's going on? Oh my gosh, it's been such a crazy, crazy month. What's going on with you? Yesterday was amazing. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, the girls killed it. We so we so <sighs> no last year we have our Kentucky fashion show in April. And so we had our Chicago rehearsal yesterday and our our models just completely slayed. They're so amazing. I love Love Outlaw Charity because it's not just a fashion show. It's about suicide prevention, anti-bullying, and you saw that yesterday. Wow. Just, oh, so you know, I think powerful. Yesterday, I, I am, you know, this is my second year with Sherry in the, yes. in the, in the um, production. I've known Sherry since 2014, but um, I didn't know what I was getting into when I first started. And now that I've really gotten into the base foundation of this organization, man, it, it touches so many lives. And yesterday... <clears throat> You know, we got to see firsthand the effects of suicide and how it, it affects people. And I think that, you know, I really wanted to say this. I know you guys were wanting to know exactly what I was talking about earlier. Um, uh, me and Miss Didi over here, we we got emotional. Um, one of a mother came in uh, and she had just suffered a loss of her son to suicide just six weeks ago. And the raw emotion poured out and you can really see the pain and the effects of suicide and 
I, I haven't said much about it. I know that Danielle and um, Sherry and a few friends know, but you know, I've, I've struggled with suicide my own in my own life and I wanted to just dive in. I don't, I don't like to like sweeten things up because it's still in my heart, but to see how it affected somebody so deeply. And I, 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 I've never experienced that. I've never experienced where someone has lost someone to suicide and especially a mother. So I was stunned. I, 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 I couldn't feel it any deeper. And, you know, it, it hit home to a lot of us with loss. And uh, how did it affect you? I, I know it saw you really I emotional. broke down. So for those who don't know, because actually everybody doesn't know because I haven't, uh, I've released it officially on Facebook like about, Two, uh, two weeks ago? No, not even a week ago. Yeah. Um, because my mom passed on January 20th. I'm sorry Most of that. you all know that she's been sick. She had colon cancer that I probably did not reveal to y'all. Um, she had stage four colon cancer, so she just passed on January 20th. We had her memorial on um, February 23rd. And the reason that I even talked about it is because my cousins all posted. And I was like, really? So, okay, we just going to post the thing without letting me know? Okay. <laughs> but I was planning on talking about it. Well, we're just going to do it and not it's, let you know. No, it's, it's, all, no it's, because, it's because they all came in. My cousins all came in from around the country. I have such an amazing family. They came around, came in from around the country. The minute they found out she was sick, they all booked a flight to come see her. Like, I am truly blessed. Um, yesterday was incredibly hard for me because... Both of my parents have attempted suicide on multiple occasions. I didn't know that. My uncle died from suicide when I was 10. <laughs> and I attempted suicide on multiple occasions when I was from 9 to 12. Um, so it was very, very powerful to, to really see, to see somebody affected. I, you know, I've had friends that have attempted, I've had friends that have been cutters and all that kind of stuff. And, and just, but really to, that was the first time that I saw some like saw a parent and the pain that, it, that, that, that they went through. Like I've heard about it cause I have like a, another Facebook friend, his daughter uh, committed suicide not so long ago. Mm-hmm. And you know, and like you can see, I don't really talk like that, but like you can see this post, how, how much pain he was, but to see the mother yesterday, it was so emotional for me. Um, because of that, most people, the people that know me for real, like know how important her mom was to me and how if I had not had her, I would not be the person that I am today. Like people asked about the dads, like, are you going to create that? I was like, y'all just struck now because this is yeah. not going to happen. Like we tried it. It's just not, I don't have that gene. So <laughs> I got the jewelry. Y'all still can borrow the dads, but you know, <laughs> there's not going to be any more new ones. Um, you know, but it's, but it's just more the fact of, for me, it, I think it's more the fact of knowing what she went through and knowing what we you know what, what what we've gone through as business owners and what we've gone through in terms of being creatives mm-hmm. and knowing the fact that people would rather um for me it's, it's it's i'm in like this really weird place where i have anger it's so grief but more anger because i know what she went through when it came to people loving the designs but not wanting to purchase them and choosing to to go to go and find people that have copied the designs and go to them as opposed to going to her. Yeah. Oh, I've been there. Mm-hmm. Mm. So um, I had to be very. I was very. I told my friends I was like, I have to figure out a way to post this, so I don't flip out because the people that that should be commenting aren't. 
And that's okay though, because y'all just want to get deleted. That's how that's gonna work. Um, mm-hmm. I need to spend some of my time on anyways. Ain't nobody so, got time for that. <laughs> so if you've known me over twenty years and we have had no conversation about this, we have a problem. Right. So you know, and back in that, and that includes family. I have an aunt that like has the audacity to comment on my thing, and she's like, you know, I know we're not that close, but I'm like, you, why would you even say that right now? Like. And, per- and first and foremost, I could have just been like, and that's your fault, but we're not even going to go there because I'm not even getting into that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we're like, There's no place for that at this moment. You but why, know what I mean? like, but, like, why would you even put that energy out there? I know we're not that close, but my condolences. You have my father's number and you have my information. You could have been called me like a year ago. But you, you know what I've learned, yourself. though? You can't hold that against them. You have to be like, you know what? Exactly. I'm done. Thank I'm you. good. I'm good. Give, yeah. Yep, that's thank you. you. Thank you. That's, that's it. That's that's it. You done. know, because at the end of the day, I, I, I want to share this because I know someone had asked me earlier why I seem like I don't really allow a lot of my problems to bug me, even though I speak about them. That's not how I always was. We have Claire on live, and Claire is one of the models that um, I love. Claire, oh my god, herself. I'm so so proud. Of she her. says, "For me, it struck me so hard yesterday because when I was suicidal, I didn't understand the hurt behind my mother, mm. and it was really really life changing to see the impacts firsthand and to mm. see what I thought about putting my mom through." It was so hard to imagine. She is, such, she is such a strong woman. I hope they both rest in peace, beautiful souls. So, yeah, I think that's kind of what hit me. It was yeah. that, like, that needed to be seen. Yes. I feel like that's yes. rare to see and for kids to realize that, listen, you know, it always gets better. And to choose the wrong path of, of ending your life, it, it that emotional damage never leaves no. and i think no. that's what oh you'll heal no, no you, you don't technically heal you just have a way of coping or 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 making the hurt less right. powerful i guess within life you know i lost my mother to uh homicide she was murdered it wasn't suicide but still it, i lost her to a, a tragic yeah. incident they're the same thing it's murder you know when you when you when you take your own life you're, you're committing murder against yourself and that kind of trauma is man i, I whew. anyway to lighten up the situation um you know i i was thoroughly thoroughly impressed with how people connected how people listened Oh my gosh, and the audition. Speaking of the audition, we have a special guest on his way. Somebody I met, one of uh, Chicago's upcoming models, and I'll introduce him when he gets here. Um, And big, 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 big shout out to Sherry Gearhart for putting on the entire um, audition and rehearsals. Um, she Ooh, is love. due anytime soon with a uh, little baby Sherry on uh, Miss Gigi. Yes, Miss Gigi is on her way, y'all. Like it's it's going down. It's and Miss uh, Leslie sure. Garnett, which is my sister in coaching, yes, uh, the diva so. herself. Um, which I'm gonna take this moment to be a little bit indulgent. March 23rd and 24th, I am bringing my masterclass to Chicago, which will be the first time I've ever done that. And Miss Leslie will be co-coaching with me in I'm so Chicago. Excited. I'm so excited! Like that's so so amazing you guys work so well together we really do like you really really it's hard to find that synergy it is but y'all just got it it's 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 beautiful i'm excited to work with y'all this weekend like we're going out to kentucky oh yes tell them where we're going girl yes we are going on louisville kentucky we have rehearsals for the third annual kentucky derby fashion show for live out loud charity men every time we go to kentucky they have such an amazing amazing spirit like yeah beautiful beautiful people I love the energy down there. Just such a great vibe. Like Chicago, y'all showed up and showed out yesterday. I was so proud. I was so proud. I'm so proud of everybody in this organization because they 
truly are there because they care. They truly are there because they because they um because they have suffered from depression or been bullied before or know somebody who has, you know, and it, and it takes a lot to be able to say that publicly. Well, you know, I. Oh, is there a way to tag me on that? I'm trying to tag. Your thing is acting a fool. I'm See, Facebook be acting a fool all Facebook the time. But I think I tagged one of your pages. When I was um, speaking to a few models, because I, I I do speak one on one sometimes on Facebook, and some of the models from LOLC will hit me up. And one of the things is that well, we didn't think that you were you know really understand what we're going through, you know, because you're this, that, and a third. I was like, baby, (laughs) if anyone understands, it's me. Like I, I, I've been through bullying. I've been through suicidal. I've been through having been raped and molested and things of that nature. And I've learned to maneuver through those emotions. And I think especially with, um, oh my gosh. Okay. Sorry. I just got exclusive news. Luke Perry passed away 30 minutes ago. Oh, my, <gasps> oh oh my, my gosh. gosh. Oh my Let gosh. me verify this. I know he was in the hospital. Oh, Jesus. No. Wow. I grew up with him. Let's see. Oh, wow. Um, on TV. Luke Perry. Wow. Rest in peace if this is true. Is that, I know he was in the hospital. Oh, wow. This yep. He passed oh. away. Oh, my gosh. Prayers and condolences go out. Massive too. stroke, they said. Yep. I Dang on it. Prayers and condolences go out to the family of yes. Harry. My God. Like, but you know what? In death, there is always life. Yes. So, you yes. know, my yes. condolences, but yes. you're in a better place now. Mm-hmm. You got to do a 45 no more. Right. Shoot. Ah. Your heart but, is healed, honey. Yes, guys. I'm a different type of person, y'all. I don't I do not do the whole sadness with death. I, I praise death because that's a release from this earthly tether. Yeah, I'm not there yet. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's a like, process. I'm not there yet. I'm not like, you know, people ever ever asking me like, well, how are you doing with this? I'm like, I don't it's like it's, and it's sad because like I'm trying to like just be strong and stuff, mm-hmm. but then um, it really comes out when I'm like, I just I just get quiet. Like I don't want to, I literally just get quiet, and I know that my energy is different. I'm like, and I apologize for that, but it's I don't think y'all understand that like literally who I am. Is no longer here, so so I real like the person that made me the exact way that I am is, is no longer here. So it's gonna be a little, gonna take a little time for me to get back to the way I uh, the way that I was. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh, oh, the oh. bridges are falling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, Sorry, um, my live yeah, fans. Yeah. But you know something that helped me out. Um, it, it, and, and I still struggle with my best friend Crystal's passing. That that has not been something I've been able to heal from. Right. Um, but what helps me is that friends or mutual friends or even friends of mine always remind me when I get into the zone, what would Crystal want you to be doing right now? Like, seriously, what would she do if she sat there and saw you right now physically crying over her? She probably slapped the taste out of my mouth. Like Crystal was not one to play with. She doesn't want you being sad, depressed. And she always said, if I ever pass away, don't cry. But at the end of the day, I, you cannot fight the feeling of someone that you're close to or, or physically we're close to not being there. Yeah, I, yeah. It doesn't matter how many times I tell you, oh, she's here in spirit. You're going to be okay. What it's would she do? It's, it's different. different. It's, it's, like it's, it's just different. You know, my mom is one of my biggest supporters. And so even like, and it's so crazy because it's like she passed away like right, right after her birthday, right after I finished school. 
and it was like she was just held, held on long enough for me to see me finish school. That's awesome. You know, though. and like and that and and it's it's bittersweet because I'm like I'm like I'm like you could have held on two months now. What you would have seen walking on the stage, you know? But um, but it was it was time because she had gotten to the point where she just wasn't able to walk. She wasn't able oh, to talk, yeah. and so all of that, and so I'm sure that definitely weighed on her. But she she lasted a lot longer than we than we were expecting. I told Sherry, I was like, I'm like because you because you had her taking that molasses, that really helps. Like that was a huge huge help, and that that prolonged her life um, a few more months. That than we would have had. You know, I think a lot of people kind of forget when it comes to family and friends, like how how little time we have yeah. and how important it is to like, cause we're rushing and rushing and going and going, but you have to take out time. And like, and like, I, I, like my last month of school, I sacrificed that because I was like, my last class, I was like, I can't keep coming home this late. I gotta make sure my mom is fine. I'm like, and I sacrificed yeah. it and got a lower grade, but I still got a C and uh, you know, which was fine because I got A's and B's and everything else. So, hey, you know, but but it, for me, like, and it was interesting because I was supposed to come last week and I, I just couldn't because I could, had no energy after doing that memorial, after preparing that memorial and all that. It was just, it was so much that had gone on. Um, but and this was, is still recent, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had the, we had the memorial uh, last week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, we just had the memorial on the, on the 24th, which you passed on January 20th. And we did that because we wanted to make sure that everybody had the funds to come in and be comfortable. We want y'all going broke to come here, you know. So um, it was good to see my cousins, though. Their cousins are awesome. They do music and art and just amazing, amazing, beautiful, beautiful. beautiful. Amazing balls. Yeah. I mean, like, one of my cousins is an international photog- oh, photographer, um, um, like, muralist. He oh, wow. He around the country, yeah. He's like, he has a mural in England right now that, that was at the Black Panther premiere. Like, cult, which is um, incredible. I know the cousin is a music producer. I know the he's a flightist in a bad day, but he's also one of the most amazing vocalists you will ever hear. Like, just super, super dope. Um, and then two of my cousins are therapists. Like, thank God. <laughs> that has helped. Shout well, out. I would Shout love to have that myself. Shout out to Dr. Robbins. <sighs> Man, she's Louise. I was like, and what was so crazy, she just, um, she just, Right, why exactly when my mom got sick is when she she changed her practice and she she went into therapy for cancer patients. So I was like, you've got to be kidding! Me. Like it was it was meant for her to do that because then she was able for, for her to it was easier for her to help me to cope with everything that was going on. Now I'm trying to share this with my family. <laughs> I'm still old school, so it's hard for me to like share things via hair. Oh, our model is here. Ooh, okay. Well, I'm gonna have to go get him. So go ahead, go ahead and grab him. I'm gonna play this track real quick called Black Diamonds. Black Diamonds shine bright like a diamond. I can't remember the artist because the artist. Is the okay, yeah. Go ahead. I'm gonna see all these artists real quick. Artists, when you send over your MP3s, I need you to make sure that they're tagged properly so we can give you guys a shout out. Like, come on now. <laughs> we should never have this question of whose music is this, right? But so this is Black Diamonds. You guys, you go ahead and listen to this right here on the Niger Radio, Windy City Underground, Game Music, Gear Station. Let's go. Many diamonds in the world there are. But 
one surely stands out thus far. <laughs> Black Diamond. Yeah. The queen is she, but she can be. Oh, so chocolate with royalty. We perfect Nefertiti, lovely. My favorite color is Ebony. So say the black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. I say the dark of the flesh and the deep of the root. I give my holler to my sister's dark skin, dear. So self cares if don't nobody else care. Know they try to beat you down a lot It's only because you possess something that they ain't got A beauty rare, dark and lovely like King Solomon got You got to dig deep to find one X marks the spot you are with treasure Pleasure, I can't you not Your skin is thicker than chalk and it's Hershey Butterscotch The way it's milky, silky, smooth, what not If this genre of music kind of face If yours it pops, black dog You're precious to me, but a blessing ought to be. You're mine, you're mine. Still black diamond shines so bright. Oh. Midnight be her majesty oh, So precious you are to me yeah. If you think about it then you'll know why black women are so special, don't ever walk with your face down. The skin you're wearing is a crown. Only ignorance will frown. No true beauty is found. In the depths of darkness, there's a king found with many minutes. You gotta see God first to ever find one. Precious to me, but a blessing ought to be. You're mine, you're mine. I just find it hard skin, it's beautiful to fall skin. I just wanna come close to your in a true beauty oh chocolate ebony uh her majesty yeah queen of sea but she can be dedicated daily to all sisters white or black but my heart always goes for those who are seemingly overlooked, downtrodden, looked upon and despised. But you are diamond in my eyes. Yeah. Black women, a prized possession.
So I hold you with esteem, high esteem, royalty, black diamond. back this is the Niagara radio on what is the underground yeah music yes yeah, station i have the fabulous celebrity photographer and celebrity model coach jason mcquay is in the building and we have a special guest go ahead and introduce yourself my name is joseph weatherspoon joseph weatherspoon awesome 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 so joseph so what do you do well 
I am a model and I'm an aspiring entrepreneur. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Very, very cool. So we're so like so you're a model. So who, who have you worked for so far? So far, just um, Blake Martin. Shout out to Blake Martin, my yeah. brother here in, in um, Chicago. Chicago yes. One of Chicago's premier model coaches as well. Yes, he is. Blake Martin is definitely dope. So if you have acting, modeling, right? Just mostly modeling. He's still new. But but he's got the look, y'all. If y'all if y'all follow him on uh, what is it, Joseph Weatherspoon on Instagram, check him out. Follow him, comment on some photos. We got some big things happening with him soon. Um, so tell us about your experience yesterday at Live Out Loud Charity. What did what did you take from it? Well, I enjoyed it, and I feel like it's important to spread awareness about um, suicide prevention and mm-hmm. anti-bullying. Just the fact that it is an extremely important call. Well, Top was extremely important topics to get into. I feel like a lot of people overlook it, mm-hmm. and it's it's just it's sad that you it's a lot of lives being taken. Come up a little bit closer. It's it's a lot of lives being taken from that. Have you have you ever experienced that yourself? As a kid, I experienced depression and low self esteem. Okay. okay, that's sad. I feel like we all have yeah. in some way, form, or fashion. With my confidence. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. That's- yeah, I know the ladies loved him because they were talking about him the entire time. <laughs> he he was walking for us yesterday, and them ladies were like, mm-hmm, what's his name? He's so cute. <laughs> I had to give them ladies looks. Focus. Focus. <laughs> oh. Oh, he all geeking and stuff. Whoever it is, he blushing. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, tell us, what, where do you see yourself in five years? What's your goals? Well, my goal is to actually achieve being a supermodel. Ooh. And nice. Okay. Starting my businesses. What kind of businesses? Okay. Nice. New York, the New York's going to give you the money. You know that, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Chicago, I don't know. Chicago's coming up, man. Chicago's like fast this is like a mini new york that's that's getting on that standard hi guys on my live how are y'all when it comes to uh real estate for sure i just wish the modeling would come up a little bit better well Mm, the the shade Uh, here's the thing (laughs) well everybody needs to come they need people need to understand the importance of networking one not Mm -hmm. tearing each other down too and chicago is just not there Chicago does not get supported by the city when it comes to fashion the way that New York does. Y'all, do, we just don't. Well, I think it's it's what bring what what brings people to the city. Uh, New York's been doing it for such a long time, and New York Fashion Week was the, one of the first fashion weeks in the United States back right. in the day. Exactly. Um, and I think that again, the history of fashion, the history of the actual fashion shows, the fashion lines, the fashion houses, are what a lot of coaches and models need to understand before exactly. you can go teaching it. That part. That part. You yeah. know what I mean? Because like I, I can go to LA, and LA's fashion week is great and everything, but there's nothing compared to New York. Well, actually, there's nothing compared to Milan and Paris. I mean, that's to me, that's the creme de la creme, and you just kind of go over there and you feel bougie, even if it's a small show. You're just like, I'm in a Paris fashion week, (laughs) but New York Fashion Week's so high energy, so fast paced, and just in one show, whether it's big or small, you can meet so many people that are networking. Yeah, get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. 
and on all, all creative aspects yes. you've got makeup artists hairstylists producers uh press you've got the press prs marketing you've got owners of businesses designers and you know honestly i this as a modeling coach this is my biggest advice to get to any model if you go into a fashion show or even a photo shoot and you're sitting there on your phone you're tweeting you're living you're streaming you're chit-chatting about anything other than shoot of the show then you're not doing your job because yes. at the end of the day you're not there to sit there and just walk a show you're there to network um, shout out to Isaiah Branch, who is uh, one of our newest signs on IE Models. Every time I take him to a show, yeah. every single time, or if he just goes to a show on his own, I'll get several texts. Hey, met this photographer. Hey, met this designer. Hey, met this model. See? And it's he sends that to me. I'll send that to you. I'll be like, hey, this model will look great with you on a shoot. Hey, I need some of uh, your designs to put on this model. And yes. my network gets that network. That network gets that network. Yes. Isaiah is a perfect example of someone who works and also shout out to Fonica Banks because she does it too. And Leslie says networking is key. I love Leslie. She's so amazing. We got to get on the show one day, but she works there today. So it's kind of crazy. We're probably going to do some lives when we're in Kentucky though. We definitely got to get some lives oh, together in Kentucky. Yeah. Yes. You need to bring your show to Kentucky. Like do some record, you know, some yeah. recording there and bring it back. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what we'll do. Remind me. Absolutely. Yeah, I have to give you a lip pop. Which one I anchor. What's what I anchor? That's a little definitely, you know. So what? So what would you say for you was one of the most touching moments of yesterday? Most touching? Um, really, not a specific touching moment, but overall, everything as far as like anti-bullying and um, suicide prevention, like having to um, see that a lot of people going through like actually was in the um, work of being taking their own lives is like it's kind of devastating but it's it's amazing to see how much they overcame it and they helped others who are on the verge of doing it but being able to catch them yeah seeing the signs but yeah, i think that one thing that i learned yesterday is that you never know like, I mean, I know you never know, but you really you never know. know. You don't. It has, suicide has no face. Like, people say all the time, like, perfect example with Robin Williams. Nobody, like, that shocked me. I was like, huh? Yeah. Because he was so happy all the time. But but when people feel like they always have to be on, they're usually hiding something. Well, I had, um. well, we're still not sure, although the signs point to suicide. I, I lost a cousin a year and a half ago. They found him in the tub, and um, he had been, you know, passed for some time, like a few hours, and they found a bunch of um, Ambien in his system mixed with alcohol, which technically would rule suicide, but it was such a weird combination that it could have been like, hey, I don't want to get to sleep. It's not working. I'm going to take some alcohol and take a shower. Um, One thing I know, this is just me. I don't know if this is how it works, but when I go into the shower after taking an Adderall, I'm like, I'm ready to go to sleep. So you add alcohol on top of that, you know. But that really made me take a step back because he, last I checked, he was good. He was happy. He was doing his thing. So, you know, and even me, myself, I struggle with it today. I I called, shoot, I call her um, sorry, <laughs> Mr. Nigel, I call her quite quite often just to hear, just to have someone let me know I'm cool, let me know that I'm all right, and that you know the stress isn't going to tear me apart. Because especially with more more success comes a lot more stress. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. People don't realize the more successful you are, the more famous you are. The way, definitely way more stress. 
you know, and I think there's a huge misconception that if you are a celebrity that, that you asking for all the extra crazy attention, you're not. Once the camera's off, you're expecting to go home and go to sleep and be done. Mm-hmm. That's not the case anymore. Like, yeah. you can't go anywhere. You know, like, perfect example, one of my friends, um, shout out to Mona Stallone, actually interviewed Cardi B on, on her live, like, randomly, because they were talking. They said, let's go live. So they went live on YouTube. And that was the very first interview that I saw from Cardi B when I was like, wow. Like, she was just herself. There was no crazy, no nothing, no, no crazy, just, just, just herself. And it was beautiful. I was like, this is the first time I've never seen you not on. And it was awesome. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, all that was gone. Like, it was just like, whoa, she's pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you, but you got to think about, like, everything that she, that, that they've been pushing her to do and all that kind of stuff, you know? And it's like, people don't realize what, what it is. And, and when you get to that point, one of my cousins, the cousin that's an international um, muralist, he's like, He's like he doesn't really he's known but he doesn't he likes his work to be known. He doesn't really like going on camera like that because of that. He's like, I wanna be able to go somewhere and he would not know who I am. Mm-hmm. Cause one of his friends is uh is international um realist and he like he, everywhere they go, like he, they're always stopping him. He's like, I don't want that. I don't want that. Yeah. I, I wanna be he able wants to his work to speak for itself. I wanna be able to go to the store and not have people mob me. You know, and that's what people don't realize. That's 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 the drawback of the situation. And no, it's not okay. And people are like, well, oh, well, if the paparazzi is not following you, then you're not on. Hold on. I don't think you understand. You are literally invading people's spaces and making them feel uncomfortable. And that is not okay. It's it's one thing when you're doing an interview. It's one thing when you're going to an event. But when you're just trying to go take the garbage out, you don't want a thousand people in your face. Yeah. Who wants that? Like, who wants that? And, and, and it's cute for you to be like, well, you know, I want to get that shot. But how much is that shot worth to you? Well, we can talk about that. It's worth quite some money, and that's why they do it. But, I mean, you also have the fight on people saying, you know, on the on the retort on paparazzi, well, you know, at the end of the day, you leave your house, you're public domain. It doesn't matter what you think at the end of the day. And then you have that that fine line where it's like, I don't care. Kanye, perfect example. At first, when he first came out, he was living for the spotlight. Now he can't see. Dan going outside. Janet Jackson, that's all she's known. And we, you know, you know it's going to bring Janet up. But uh, that's my girl. That's my diva. Every man has the diva. That's yeah. mine. But, like, I perfect example. Um, I saw her when she came up with the 20YO album at the Virgin Megastore on Times Square when it was still open. Rest in peace, uh, Virgin Megastore. And it was the first time I'd seen a paparazzi pit created where there was at least 60 to 70 photographers in a confined space all with flashes going off at such a rate all anyone saw was blue janet no blinks just hi hi how are you thank you so much no blinks whatsoever she lives for it like it's it's not like she wants it but that's that's her life when you're born into it, that's what you know. But like your cousin, he started doing murals, starting to get more popular, more popular, more famous. Celebrities starting to know him. It's not something he's used to, and it's not something he likes or, or wants to know. Like every time I do a gallery, I don't put my face in it. The majority of my art contains African American, Latino males or females because I'm tired of seeing whitewashed galleries and art. And so most people think like I'm an African American man, and I'm like, no, I'm not. And it doesn't. I don't have to be African American to appreciate art. I don't have to be Latino to understand the culture. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest issues right in today's society is that, oh, well, you're white. You don't know. You're right. I'll never know what it's like to be a black man in America. I'll never know what it's like to be a Latin man. But I can understand your plight because I'm a gay white man in America who has dated primarily African-American men. Yes. That doesn't mean yeah. 
that I know what it's like to go to a store and be African-American and be treated differently. But as a visual person, I can see it happening and I can understand because I've been bullied and beat my whole life because I'm gay. Exactly. It's the same, but it's not the same. Here's, Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like, and I always get frustrated when I talk to my other my people, but um, I need them to get it together. Because like, especially when it comes to like when, when it comes to the rainbow community, there's a misconception. That it's like you have to do either or. I don't know what these people are doing. <laughs> I'm asking y'all. There's some rumbling going on in the studio. I was like, oh my gosh, WWE <laughs> next door. Oh, oop, it's an oop. Don't break the window. Don't break the window. Right, sorry. Guys. <laughs> but like, you know, it's it's crazy because there's this misconception that you have to choose. Are you gonna be black or you're gonna or you're gonna be gay? Like, especially like I feel sorry for African American. Uh, rainbow community women and men yeah it's like they're stuck right in the middle oh like, no they're yeah. not no they're not i don't tell you why they're stuck on a whole nother spectrum the majority of african-american yes. gay men that are my friends and when we have these deep conversations they're like i cannot go hang out with a straight man because i'm going to be he's going to be labeled as gay and he can't hang out with a gay man or he's going to have a stigma put on him and as a as an African American man in today's society, that's the worst thing you could have because not only is your family but your church and your friends are all going to judge you. Ooh, Whereas like a white man, it's like eh, whatever, gay, not gay. Of course, you go south of the belt; it's everybody. But you know, you you already have a plight today of being born an African American person in a racial binded society with this jerk of a president that we have you add the stigma of being gay onto it you're tr you're doubling your play actually tripling it if you really think about it because you can't even go outside without being made fun of especially if you're a feminine man and you're okay with that right. does that make sense yes like if he's yeah. a, if he was a gay Absolutely. man and walked out today acting the way he is he probably wouldn't have much of an issue i mean he would in certain areas right. but if he walked around saying girl this girl that yes honey he would be a target depending on what area he's in. Yes, absolutely. And that's the issue that we're holding today yeah. when it comes to African-American gay men. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. You should love them. You should cherish yes. them because they are a yes. part of a human society. Yes. That's, well, that's just me and my knowledge, my perception, no, my opinion. It's, it's very true. You know, and I think, I mean, like, I, like, I grew up in the rainbow community. I have several family members that are part of the rainbow community. So, like, I have a totally different perspective. And especially when it comes to the church and just like i wouldn't even go to the churches that are talking about all oh, gears are going to hell nope we're not having this conversation we're bye. we done bye nope no, nothing to see here um y'all lost your mind so i didn't yeah i didn't go to church till i was like 18. well i'm gonna piggyback off that yeah. and i don't want to go deep into religion but i left religion specifically for the fact that they always find some way of making someone feel bad about something agreed and in my yes. experience okay so this is for those who are open-minded I was told by a friend of mine to go to this little thing. I, I'm not exactly sure what we went to, but it was some kind of like prophet who's not necessarily religious or biblical, but she's spiritual and she believes in all religions gotcha. believing the same thing. Okay. But she said, you know, before you go believing in any Bible, any Quran, any Chin, or whatever it is that you read, um, think about the first time that you learned any religion. When was religion first introduced to you as a human being? And you think about it, the majority of the answer is when I was conscious of being a human. You know, okay, well, what if I told you I didn't give you a Bible, I gave you the seven Harry Potter books, and I said people aren't going to believe that this is true and that this is fake and this is science fiction, but what if I told you this really happened hundreds of years ago, blah, 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 and I taught you that from a child, would you believe in Harry Potter? 
probably and you would tell everyone else well you're not right because you don't believe in magic so at the end of the day if you were raised that way in my opinion i i really don't have anything to talk to you about because you have a controlled mind i i broke free of that and i'm i'm very concise on what i believe in and i don't trash or disrespect other people which is where my point is right. if you're if you're a muslim assalamu alaikum my friend i love you and i respect you and i care for you and i respect your religion if you're christian praise the lord if you're a witch blessed be i don't care i i only right. care that whatever you believe in is a positive and loving god yes. or yes. universal spirit yes. absolutely you know and that's and that that's my biggest problem when it comes to organized religion is the fact that they're so incredibly judgmental, especially the Catholics. I'm like, how you, I'm confused, but you going ahead and you are just transferring your rapists, priests to other churches as opposed to kicking them out. I'm confused at how you talk about anybody else. Mm-hmm. And you're allowing this to continue. I've been allowing it to this molestation um, of children to continue for years, mm-hmm. but you want to judge somebody else. What? I'm confused on how this. Girl, you open it in cans of beans, girl. Because, I mean, look at the news now. Almost every single preacher that's mostly homophobic has been homosexual. Pornographic. What's the word? Pedophilic or literally having four or five side pieces men in the audience while the first lady's sitting there like, well, we had unprotected sex last night. Like, Oh, speaking of, let me bust the myth real quick. So there's a misconception that people are trying to add the word P to the LGBT. So okay, that is one that's not true, and two, even if it was, it would be pansexual, not pedophilia. Let's let's be very clear on where that came from. On why y'all trying to. Well, here's my thing as a gay man: stop adding letters, damn it! Like rainbow, that's why I said rainbow because I'm so confused. I'm so over that. Like I and people are gonna hate on me about that. Like da 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 da. LGBTQ. That's it. End of day. Sis that. Sis that. If you are a trans woman or a trans man and you have transferred into the, or tra- I'm sorry, transitioned into the sex that you are, then you are that. There's no, we don't have to define and add stuff like that. If you're a woman and you, you, you were born a man in your mind and your soul and your body and that's who you believe you are and you transition, you are now a man, sweetheart. There's no other anecdotes that needs to be known. And if you're adding that because of a sexual partner wanting to know if you are really a man, but that's just kind of contradicting what a trans person is. And I'm just learning all of this. Like I, I'm, I'm up there. I'm going to say my age, but um, <laughs> what I'm saying is I'm just learning the fact that, you know, what cis means. I mean, why is cis even a thing? Like, I, I don't get it. I don't, by 20 years from now, it's going to be LGBTQ, HBCDFG, Z, Z of R, Q, yeah. four, five, eight, sign, yeah. pi sign, print sign. Like, yeah, exactly. That's why I just say rainbow. Like it makes it clear, concise. Mm-hmm. A reading rainbow. Shout out to Lamar for that one too. But like you know, and it's it's sad because there are so many amazing people that are in the rainbow community, and some, and a lot of unfortunately African Americans will not realize, will never find out because their church has told them mm-hmm. that they're bad. This is the third. I'm just like, come on, G. Like I can't. I cannot. Well, I think my my. My sadness comes from knowing that there are so many people that are living a lie in their life because they're being controlled by the Bible or they're being controlled by the Quran. Yes. And that's not who they truly are. Now, and by that, I mean there are people who are, who are genuinely straight and genuinely religious and genuinely believe that. And that's not what I'm speaking about. So don't, don't be offended if you feel that way. If you are being offended, nine times out of ten, there's something in you that I'm speaking on. Agreed. Agreed. You get what I'm saying? Yes. 
What about you? Have you experienced any kind of things like that, prejudice, racism in your life? And if so, how does that affect you? And especially being from the Chicago area, what is your perception on things like that in your life? You could tell the yeah. difference. You just think that, okay, we, we just, we was on our way to play some basketball. Mm-hmm. And you just stop us, but just thinking we got some weed on us. Oh, CPD. Oh, CPD. Yeah. Oh, NYPD. Oh, LAPD. <laughs> oh, every PD. Well, they, well they've actually not caught us the most corrupt. I believe it. Um. <laughs> well, Jesse Smollett and Art oh, Keller. No, oh, uh, we could go with Jesse Smollett because <laughs> that's still fresh. Oh, I've heard up and down, left and right, yes and no. No, but just don't think you did hear what actually happened. Well, not, well I've... I've yeah, no, I read that. But at the end of the day, it's like there's truth in both somehow. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a fine line because, I mean, at the end of the day, if you were really, 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 really that innocent, Jesse, and I have some beef with Jesse, which I'll get into in a second, um, then why didn't you hand over your phone? If you have nothing, no, he didn't. At first, he didn't. He didn't. He wouldn't let them touch his phone. No. And then they were like, oh, you need to unlock ABCD. He's like, no, you're not getting that. Why do you need that? That's my personal stuff, which probably means he was, you know, having some pitches in there. But I don't care. You're going to see, you're going to see everything. I'm like, don't swipe left and right. But here's, you know. But my thing is like, come on, bro. Like, you have to be cooperative if people are going to believe you. But then, of course, there's corrupt things. People are like, oh, he's a celebrity. This will be a great time for the police department to shine. It could probably what would, would happen. But yeah, it's, it's tricky because, like, from like the last the last thing that I heard was the fact of like the guy the guys. But like, and I understand it too because the, the guys are Nigerian, and that country specifically is homophobic. Yep. Like that whole country, like some some there are, there are sections that aren't, but there's something about that country. There, and I heard a lot last year a lot of Africa is homophobic, which I'm like, seriously, like really y'all? But you know. And so apparently what happened was that there were people on the set that were telling him, you know, maybe this is a good idea, but I'm sure that he was probably just thinking like, well, maybe I can change their minds kind of a deal, you know? And it's just, and it's sad because the way that it got, the way that it was pushed out there, the fact that from the, from the minute that it was even announced, the media was like, oh, um, you know, that, that it was alleged as opposed to just saying mm-hmm. hate crime. That was the first thing that is alleged. And I'm like, you were trying to find something wrong from yeah. the jump, and that's where my issue was. That I do understand. That yeah. is that is where my problem was, and so when it came when it came back, and they're like, like yes, he knew the people. Yes, he gave them a check for a training, and that that's what exactly what he said. That's what it says in the on the messages, and then they're like, yeah, they set him up. I'm like, I believe that, and I believe. <laughs> my friend says, "What's your beef?" <laughs> so my beef is this, and it's going to be very quick. I went to go see him and actually shoot a um, a performance he had in D.C. at um, SOB Lounge, which I'll never, ever, ever attend to. And I will publicly state that is the worst place I've ever been to in my life for a venue. Wow. I was told I could have a press pass, which I never got. I had a ticket. Uh, I was right next to the stage. I've been sitting there for an hour and a half waiting on him. They had uh, Eden's Crush perform before him, which I got to shoot. And then these privileged white girls, very privileged, sat to a table behind me and complained that I was photographing in front of them. So the owner of the establishment told me to leave. Not only did he tell me to leave, he got security to move me, which bumped my lens, which didn't destroy it. But at the end of the day, if it did, I'd been SOL. So I had to move all the way back. Mind you, I'd waited an hour and a half. 
I told Jesse's team, his road manager and some other guy who claimed to be a stylist, which I know he wasn't. His road manager said he would tell and fix this situation and I'd be up. Uh, ended up not happening. Jesse was late for like 10, 20 minutes or something. And I ended up leaving the venue, tweeting about it, tweeting to Jesse, his road manager and his management. They read it. They never responded. And I'm like, at the end of the day, I was there, took a day off to help you guys. I don't, it's just common courtesy. One of y'all could have reached out because I saw all three of you read the tweet and I know you're busy, but when there's an issue, it doesn't matter what business you are in. It is common courtesy to be like, Hey, so sorry about the situation. I'll be in New York next week. Let's get you. Let's take care of you. And then that would have been fine. So that's my beef, Jesse. You owe me, bro. Shoot. But let's get a little bit lighter, girl. Yes. What's what's going on? Oh what's God. next? Wait a minute. What's going on? You had your fashion week. Like, tell oh, that. Fashion week. Like, wow. Like, so let's talk. Um, it's been a <laughs> while since I've talked to you. Um, uh, by the way, thank you so much for having me on show. This I love coming here. I get to just be open and free and talk about anything, which yeah, is great. We got more time. We got two hours. Oh, yeah. Last time we only had 20 minutes. Now we have an entire yes. two hours. So... New York Fashion Week this year was amazing. Um, I got to go to a few shows. I ran three shows, um, and I was really, really happy. The agency I worked with, of course, we've been up for one year now. Shout out to iamanagement.org, yes. uh, which is now we've transferred into IA Models. Um, IA Management was kind of our startup. Now we are now officially and permanently IA Models NYC. Um, so we, we got a new roster, and we were really, really excited to get them out. And from last year, we had maybe three or four models in show. This time, all of our models were working, with exception of maybe two that were kind of out of state. Um, but I got to run three shows, which were amazing. The Walk Fashion Show. Shout out to the Walk Fashion Show family. Thank you so much for always showing me love and always being amazing, positive force in the fashion community and allowing independent um, designers and Mike Bartison hairstylists to shine. Um, shout out to Deshaun and Crystal. I got to help uh, produce that show with Jeremy, my boy Jeremy. He's also another um, model coach out of Detroit, which we work closely together, me, Blake, and Jeremy, um, with cultivating models and getting them work. Uh, sorry. Um, but the biggest thing was the Mark Jacobs show. I love Mark Jacobs. Um, ooh, 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 you okay? You okay? Um, that was an amazing show. Mama is moving her YouTube everywhere. Um, but I think more than anything was just seeing these brand new models that I've trained really flourish. Like it's one thing to train them, but it's another to really see them put those tools into action. Cause it's like, when I take on like a model as like a project and I say, Hey, you know, do you want to get signed? I then am by contract. I develop you. I find out where your cracks in the pavement are. I seal them up. Uh, I repackage you to be able to work in high fashion or catalog or commercial, whatever it is that you're going to shine. And then it's up to you to build the house. So I'm looking at metaphorically all my models are building a house here and a house there and a house this, that, and the third. And just this fashion week really just showed me full circle how my work was coming around. I'm not trying to sound arrogant, but like I felt fulfilled and they made me proud as a big brother. Like, oh, it's right over the show. Yeah, but so dope like you know shots jesse like jesse killed me fashion week. i saw the shots and like to know that i've been working with her for like four years now and just to see her my little sister oh my gosh looking fabulous doing her thing you know so there's so many amazing models that i work with LLC and to see them doing near fashion week, doing all these commercials yep. doing television just it's it's dope it's know that 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 these young girls are the same ones that were getting bullied and were suicidal and now they're on fashion shows yes, showing it out, baby. Yes. You know, but but the way but the way that, that happened was because they had a supportive family. 
Thank you, Anthony. Whether, whether it be in a, their blood family or the LLC family. And I know that Jesse was definitely affected by what you told her in New York. What did I tell her? Because you know I have bad so, memory. So many things. Oh, that's right. We had she, uh, so Jesse Torres is one of our good models. She she's really busted her butt on trying to get her name out there, and now it's finally coming to fruition. And I can serve a little sister. She's really, really, really been dedicated to her craft, and she came up well, last year for a photo shoot. Um, and we really, really, really bonded. So yeah, um, I told her a lot though, a whole lot. I just want her to stay stay focused and keep her confidence. And I think that's kind of one of the biggest things in the industry. It's hard because people end up comparing themselves to other people. Yes. Let's see. The size says a long one here. I am in modeling and acting in commercial school, and I need to work for you, but I look very nice in pics. Send me an inbox via Facebook, and I want to work best way. Well, first of all, you need to DM me. Proper grammar, my friend. I'm right. always about proper grammar. Anthony, you are dope. Also, Anthony Green. Yo, Anthony Green's... Um, Boo thing, I want to shout out her. She makes a completely natural and organic uh, skin conditioning line. Um, okay. And let me find it while we talk because I don't want to say the wrong thing. I always forget. Y'all know my memory is shoddy. If you get to know me, I have forgotten my <laughs> name. I have forgotten my own date of birth. It is ridiculous. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. I think I found it. Hold on. Condition me body butter underscore on Instagram. That's where you can go find her. Nice. Okay. She has an argon oil based one and a peppermint based one. Now the Ooh, peppermint based one I use when so I'm like good. stuffy and I'll put it in the shower, I'll put it all over and I'll just kind of like sit on it and it's like, oh. And she's in New York? Or she's she's based in Atlanta. Okay, um, okay. Yeah. So if you come to my shops, my, my workshops, you get a little free sample of her, her product too. Oh, shout out to Joelle Phillips from OMGLO Cosmetics. Yes. Oh, I do want to talk about this. Okay. I really want to talk about this because this was a big, ooh, why is that on my Instagram? Uh, <laughs> the things that are popping up on my Instagram are ridiculous. I'm not even going to reply that. So Joelle Phillips, um, She's a celebrity makeup artist who I uh, went to school with for photography, and um, she got her bachelor's in photography with me, and she went into makeup artistry, started getting some celebrity clients, and noticed there was a, a gap, uh, especially in the African-American skin division, where, there, yes, there's makeup for African-American skin, but there's certain products that just don't mesh well with African-American skin. So she took it upon herself to create an all-vegan, oil-free, well, oil-free with the exception of essential oils. Uh, paraben-free and alcohol-free product called OMGLO. And it is a highlighting spray based um, used to moisturize and highlight the skin. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because only months after she released her highlighting spray, MAC Makeup all of a sudden comes out with a highlighting spray. I yes. I'm walking by MAC and I'm like, that looks oddly familiar. So I had to try it on me. It smells awfully familiar. So I sent it to wow. her. Essence gets a hold of this. Essence writes an a oh, article about how primarily white-based companies yes. are now stealing from African-American-owned companies. Yes. And while Joelle's stock went up quite a bit. Yes. Um, so I do want to shout out to any African-American woman who is producing stuff. Keep your stuff on lock. Copyright that stuff. Yes. Get your rights on that stuff. So if anyone takes it, you sue the living pants off of them. Yes. Um, and by the way, she just came out with a serum. Now, this stuff is absolutely amazing. And I, I stress everyone to use it, especially if you're in the photography field, if you're in a modeling field, acting field. It really helps your, your face and skin shine and glow in a camera. 
um, her first line, the incredible line, is like a Puerto Rican sheen shine type deal. Yes. But it's not the kind of highlighter that's going to make you look like you got blasted with a gold dust. It's literally just a small pigment with a highlighting spray. So she's coming out with a serum now where you can use it as like a, yeah. a setting, I believe. So check out OMG Hello Cosmetics if you have time, guys. Um, and definitely support black businesses in the area. Yes. Um, she's Philly-based, but she's everywhere. And she's touring this year on different conventions. I think the Makeup Show New York and IMATS. That's amazing. Yeah, I, it was so funny. I was we had a, a fashion show here, and when I make about it's Kayla, she has uh, she had OMG oh. I was like, oh, that's. So I love cool. seeing I someone love like. I'm like, oh my god, that's my best friend's yeah, product. You know, like that's so awesome. You definitely, gotta, you definitely gotta get on the show very soon. I'm gonna try. She's a busy woman. No, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, and it's and it, it's so crazy because people don't realize what work goes into producing something well i know i'm producing candles now on the side and it is not as easy i thought it was <laughs> i mean i can make you a candle but to make enough to sell on a major basis oh my gosh bro you're like i mean like this is a hobby this is it's expensive yeah. you yeah. need that startup capital right yeah and that's and that's what i think like a lot of people kind of forget when you're when you're sitting up there and you're buying all this um imitation designer stuff mm -hmm. you're hurting the designers that yeah. actually created the product mm -hmm. it is not okay yeah it's cheaper but it's gonna break and then you're gonna try to go to the designer like um can you fix this no because you decided to go somewhere else i'm about to throw some shade you already and this too. is this is what i call backed up shade fact shade so let's talk about designers being in the fashion industry, I consider a designer someone who researches textiles, who researches design, who researches how things flow, how things work, how things feel, how things react. Not someone who just prints out a logo on a silk screen and throws it on a shirt. I'm so sick yeah. of someone saying I'm a designer, but no, 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 boo, boo, you're a graphic design artist. That's what you are, and you, you know how to silk screen. A designer is someone who designs. You take, I'll take his jacket, I'll put a uh iridescent chiffon lining in with a pearl iridescent sheen to it yes. that's purple um that bounces off his skin tone i'll take the inlining of his hood and i'll make it like a gold nylon nylon or yes. whatever but i know my product i know what i'm using i know what i'm doing it's going to flow and it's going to make a statement i'm going to hand make that product what? now once I've gotten to a point where I can get this manufactured, that's fine. But designers, up your game. I, I'm, I don't mean to shade anyone, but if you hit me up saying, hey, I want you to shoot my product because I'm a designer and I look at your page and it's nothing but hoodies and shirts with prints on it, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not throwing you super shade, but I am throwing you shade because it's the same as someone going to me and saying, oh, Jason, you're a photographer and I use automatic settings on my camera. I'm not a photographer. Okay. That's not a photographer. That's, you're just a shooter. That's all you are. A photographer can put it on manual mode and take a photograph. If I give you a camera and I say, I'm going to put you on manual mode, take a picture of this young lady in this room right now and have it exposed right and make it creative, you probably won't be able to do it. You get what I'm saying? Or even someone who, well, this is a big one. And now I know I'm about to get a lot of shade from this. A photographer who does do a shot, but it's like mediocre and then photoshops the hell out of it. Oh okay. Perfect. Okay. Do you no. consider that a photographer? No, it's a headache. No, no, I'm gonna say it's a headache. No, because like we had a photographer. I'm, I'm gonna be nice and not name names. Um, but like I was working with some of my models and they're amazing. And then we did the shoot, and it would have been dope. But then he edited, it and I was like, "What is this? I'm, wh why? What is? It, it, look, it looks like a cartoon." 
if I wanted a cartoon photo, I would have taken my photo, put it to cartoon settings, and done that. You do not want that photo edited down to the fact that you're like, is this really a picture? Or is it a cartoon? I'm confused. Or, you know what's really irritating now is I'm seeing a lot of photographers copy other people's designs and work when it's it comes so to, like, like big shout-out to um, Chase Photo out of um, D.C. He has a signature look. If I see a Chase Photo, I know who took it. Yeah. Um, and I see people ripping off his look left and right, and I'll call him out. I will go right on Instagram. Oh, nice tribute to, you know, Chase Photo. Wow. Um, and some, if I do do a photo that's similar to someone, I will say – tribute to our um big shout out to blah 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 for the inspiration i always give tribute to somebody let's say i take a photo of joseph just posed a certain way and i have a model pose a certain way it's like big shout out for joseph for showing me this type of posing for my model like yeah give a credit where credit is due what the hell is wrong with you like i don't understand that i wasn't raised that way so i have no clue why people think that that's okay because they're lazy that's all there is to it it's laziness yeah they want a free buck from copying off other people it's almost i'm not say that uh, <laughs> i was going to go into some producers that do that but um i mean that music is <laughs> clear clear on my facebook live says t emoji t emoji t emoji t emoji yeah no yeah. no t no say that's the truth i'm not no, if you truth. know me you know that i'm real i don't lie i don't sugarcoat it is what it is i try my hardest not to um to copy or doing that, I try to be original as much as possible. Hence, why I don't post a lot on my page because if I feel like it's too similar to someone else, I won't post it. Right. Or if it's not to the quality where I feel like a photographer should be at, I don't post it. Yeah. And that's another thing, a model advice to you: so don't you post stop it. posting. I'm gonna need y'all models to stop posting blurry shots on your Facebook page. Say it again. Stop, stop posting, posting blurry, blurry photos on your Facebook page. Stop making blurry shots your profile picture. Or even that, it. stop posting weed and drugs and alcohol and twerking and oh, eggplants. Jesus. Like, that come part, on, man. That part, that part. Like, why, 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 what, what, okay, I know why, but why on a professional page? Like, if I'm a client trying to hire you and I see no, you in gray sweatpants with things I shouldn't be seeing or you smoking weed, why the hell would you think that's okay? Like, what? What, what is it that's attractive about that? And I really don't understand that. And someone, oh, well, that's hood mentality. I don't give a crap. The hood is the hood. That, that, that's what it is. And that's where it belongs. So, like, you can say it's hood mentality all day long. But I'm going to tell you right now, Little Wayne can walk into a board meeting. And he, and he has common sense when he does so. You know why? Because he has money and i'm not talking about chump change yeah when he was first came out yeah. no one looked his way the only reason they looked his way is because birdman was there and birdman didn't start off thug 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 he went into ceo meetings dressed in tuxes y'all think i'm different i know the stuff they're not like that like that's their persona because they came out with that persona but times have changed that's not really attractive it's attractive to a specific crew and a specific group and like i have some independent rap artists in new york that i know that are like Oh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. No, you're not. I've looked at your statistics and your insights. Right. You're not because you don't understand that all this is an image and a character. When you go into a board meeting, you'll go in there with Tim's and, and black jeans and an oversized white shirt. You go in there looking good and you speak eloquent. If you go into a board meeting with a, a record label exec, you're like, yeah, so I dis. They're going to be like, all right, no, no. I need to understand what you're saying. I need to know that you understand what I'm saying. I need to know that this is at the third. And course you'll get the clap back oh well that's just white society no it's not white anything that's just proper language like i don't i don't go in well i'll say this i'm not saying conform what i am saying is just build a little class to yourself you get what i'm saying like and 
it's not taking away from any culture because you know i live in the ghetto right now i live in the south bronx right in the diego beatman projects i'm around the ghetto i get it but at the end of the day you can still have a little bit of hood and still be classy yes you know you just don't need to being there cussing and talking about female parts and calling them the B word and all that in a meeting. I, I mean, in a meeting, bro. Hold on, bro. This is the thing. The misconception. Exactly. So, before we even go, go there, shout out to Jason McQueen. He is our guest today. Say hi to IMS Illinois Media Schools. Hi. What's she going is. on, everyone? Hi. Thanks for having me. All that fun stuff. And what is your name again? Joseph Weatherspoon. Joseph Weatherspoon is in the building as well. He is Mr. One of our, Weatherspoon. He is one of our LLC models. So you're Ooh. Gonna, so you're coming to Kentucky with us? You should. That'd be great. You should. You should. You should. Definitely. You definitely should. <laughs> I'm echoing her. You know what? Real quick, that would be a really nice name for you. Your stage name. Mr. Witherspoon. Like it has a, yeah. I, my gut tells me something yeah, on that. Yeah. That should be your Instagram, Mr. Underscore Witherspoon. Yes. yes. <laughs> they like Bankable Productions, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Witherspoon Productions. A oh. oh, big piece of advice, and it's part of what I teach in my classes, is no matter what you're doing, whether it be modeling, acting, singing, dancing, professionalism, um, excuse me, radio show host, anything, regardless if you're 16, 17, or 40, create a brand as early as possible. Don't Don't just think you're going to be a model for the rest of your life you know wow. things do have a shelf life so especially modeling acting singing and dancing dancing more than anything they have an yeah. age limit but creating a brand oh, i read tyra, Bo tyra, tyra sorry i have a speech impediment it's coming out slow it down jason i read tyra banks's book let me get my radio voice on yeah. and it was an amazing book but one of the biggest lessons i learned was that her mother at 17 or when she was when tyra was 17 said are you serious about modeling? She's like, yes, mama. I want to model for the rest of my life. You know, that's not a long lasting career. She's like, but I want to. She's like, that's not happening. If I'm going to invest in this and I'm going to help you in this, you're going to build a brand and you're going to realize how to run a business. So she copyrighted and got her business, Bankable Productions, at 17. Now she ran that stuff as an agent, as a management and all that stuff, like through different agencies and things of that nature. So now Tyra is one of the biggest paid people in the, in the world. And you don't even know it. Like she has so many ghost pro, you know, sub companies and things of that nature, but starting early, learning that business, especially you as an entrepreneur that's coming out, learn the business, learn marketing, learn strategy, learn uh, metrics, learn social media, networking and things of that nature, algorithms, uh, what works, but doesn't work, what you excel in, what you don't excel in. And the biggest piece of advice I've gotten in the past 10 years, don't work hard, work smart. So I, for the past five years, I've been shooting, managing, doing everything in my entire business. He's like, well, Jason, you don't have a, a degree in social media. Hire someone that does. Hire someone that does this. Invest in your craft because what you're going to get is a return on your investment. That's the word of the day, children. Write it down in your books. I'm dropping too much knowledge. I need to take my class on the 23rd and 24th. <laughs> <laughs> Check out event by my uh, my uh, Instagram and link is in bio. The real Jason MC. Thank yes. you. Yes, Jason MC. Make sure you guys follow and support. He's doing some phenomenal, phenomenal things. Like, oh my goodness, it's so crazy. So let's get into some music. What's hot right now? What are you listening to right now, Mr. Witherspoon? Okay, de define everything. If I turn right. on your iPod, what's the top five things I'm going to see? Pop? What kind of pop? Let's say hip-hop. 
Oh, hip hop. Top five hip hop artists right now. Your favorite thing to listen to? Chris Brown. Okay. Really? That's okay. I didn't take you for a Chris Brown. I mean, you look kind of like Chris Brown <laughs> back when before he looked a mess and when he actually looked so attractive. Was, so his older songs or his newer songs? Older. Yes. All right. Now I can respect yes. you. Yes. Okay. Yes. Run it. All that what about you, Miss Denia Jordan? I'm just an independent artist. So. Me too. <laughs> yes. So, oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Alicia yeah, Townsend, Tanisha Davis, or Tanisha Terrell is her stage name. Shout um, out to Sherelle Rowe. Right? Like, I mean, like, I'm totally in the indie. <gasps> I found an indie artist, by the way, that you have got to listen to. Do you guys yeah, like... You know, like... Oh, he's very clean. He's okay. extremely clean. His name <laughs> is Stee, S-T-E-E. Um, I've actually been a friend of his for a while, but I didn't really get to see him perform till lately. But he does... Um, Kind of like old school R&B vocals with new school R&B music with a classic traditional undertone to it. Okay. So, so oh, yeah. Awesome. He's got a, a song right now hot called uh, I'm a Lover, which okay. I may be choreographing for. Maybe, maybe not. Like, may I drop some exclusive content right there. A few of you have been asking me why I was going to choreograph again, and this may be it. Um, and he's also coming out with a new album sometime this year, but uh, you guys can follow him at Stee Music, S-T-E-E Music on Instagram. Check him out, follow him, subscribe, and stream his music. Absolutely amazing artist, and just all-around ladies man, too. So, ladies, go hit my boy Stee up. Because he's probably going to want me to do a run on the air, but I don't know. I can't be doing runs like he does. <laughs> Yeah. I'd be uh, captioning his Instagrams like this one. I'm like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. He's gonna kick my butt when he hears this. <laughs> um. So Joseph, tell me, um, tell me about a time that like something inspired you to the point where it moved you. Okay. What steps have you taken to do that? Researching everything about the business and getting more knowledge to get about it. Are you going to school currently? I went to school. I went to a liberal right college. Okay. Okay. Ooh, okay. What was your major? Business. All right. Okay. He said it also. Right. Business. So, back to the nursing home. What? Out of all the industries, what made that one stick out? Like, what was it about the way they ran their business that made you so interested? Well, like, the um, care that they have for people, well, for their own residents, and the fact that they have so much. They have so, what do you mean, like, so, like, the way that, that they that they treat their residents yeah. was really important? Yeah. So that, that inspired me to want to be able to have businesses or um, non-profit or, or organizations here to help people. So it's mainly the fact that they were helping people because they, because I think a lot of people forget that a lot of people are in nursing homes because their family hasn't really been there for them or, or some, some aren't able to take care of them, but a lot of them have just kind of um, decided that, that they didn't want to be there. So, so nursing homes... A lot of the purpose is to help have them have that assistance. 
and the family can't do it. You know, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm glad you're talking about good nursing homes because we've had so many things about bad ones. <laughs> so oh, wow, yeah. it's good to know that there are still people out there that really do care and are in the business for the right reasons and that's to protect their, um, their patients. So let's talk about <laughs> Evil Lab, Janet Jackson's Vegas residency. That's so awesome. Like, have you heard yet? Yeah. I have heard. I have heard. Oh, metamorphosis. Now, I, I, I want to talk about this because I have never been to a Vegas show because I don't understand till, till now why I go to Vegas when I go on a tour. I can just wait till she's in my area. Um, but I found out why people go to Vegas so much. Vegas residencies allow you to place things in your production show that are permanent so that you can actually have more production value. You can fly across the stage. You can fl- uh, fling uh, things uh, in the air. And okay. things, because when you're touring on stage, you got to break that stuff down, put it back up. But when you have months right. at a time, you can install installments that right. stay there at months at a time. So I'm very excited, except for those beep, beep ticket prices. A meet and greet to Janet is $1,500. Front row tickets are $750. Anything mid is like $350. And I think nosebleed is $70 to $100. Girl, you know, bumped your head. And I don't know what to tell you, but I am not paying that. And another thing, why are y'all giving me, giving me drama? Because I'm not seeing her in June when she has an August date. And that means she's probably going to come out with an August and September and change the show completely. And then in August, I'm going to see the entire show. Does that make sense? Right now. Like, and so I see her in July and she adds six songs to the set. Then I'm going to miss six songs that I probably want to see the choreography to. Right. <laughs> Why would I buy it in July? Y'all crazy. Y'all Janet fans are crazy. It's like Beyonce. She'll come out with a tour now, come out with an album, have a completely different show by the end of the tour. And right. you're spending like, twice what? the money. Like, yeah. that's a trick. That's a, that's a marketing tool it's, it's is what de- that oh, is. Oh, they're definitely the queens of marketing. Shout out to me and Janet. They're definitely the queens of marketing. Always Could you imagine that. them doing a song together? That would be so dumb. Oh, Beyonce like, what, and Janet. How has that not happened? Like, I'm confused on how that hasn't occurred already. Record labels. Oh, duh, of course. Mm-hmm. Sad. Well, you sad. know, Missy Elliott, Janet Jackson, and Lil' Kim did a remix to uh, Pussycat. Yeah. Um, and then the record label, all three record labels were like, no. And it was, from what I heard, was a fire remix, which would have, like, sure. slayed. <sighs> See, they, that's not like independent because they don't have to deal with that mess. <laughs> when you're independent, you have to deal with all that craziness. Like that's just insane that people think that that's okay. It's it's appalling that that this is what people think is acceptable. So Wendy Williams is back on the show today on her show. How's she doing? Today? She's great. I'm going to read you an excerpt from ET Online. It states. After taking an extended break from the Wendy Williams show to manage complications from the Graves disease and shoulder fracture, the host returned to her show Monday, giving fans an update on her health. Quote, how are you doing? I'm doing much better now. Let's get started, she began. Thank you. I've missed you, too. Honestly, I didn't know what to expect when I hit the block today. I didn't know whether you would wait for me or if you would understand. Thank you so much for waiting. What happened was we were supposed to be off for two weeks for Christmas vacation, she added. Towards the end of the two weeks, I was starting to feel thyroid issues. If you don't know about them, it's a lifelong thing. This can really screw you over, so they're just adjoin- adjusting my thyroid meds, and the eyeballs are attached to the thyroid, which is Graves' disease, and I have always have e- always have had equilibrium issues with my vertigo. I'm kind of patient. I'm the kind of patient. I cough. I'm thinking I'm dying. I know I've gotten to that point. That sounds like a lot to go through. You have three things going on at one time. 
Shout out to Wendy for going through that, man. I don't know if I could do that. I don't either because, like, my concern with the whole situation is the fact that um, that she's not, I don't say spazzed out, but she's, like, noticeably been sick on air. Yeah, when she passed out, man, that That was was crazy. That was really scary. And and I think what, I think that kind of goes back to, like, this whole media culture. Like, I saw a lot of jokes about that, and that's not funny. Not at all. Like, at all. And I'm just sitting here thinking, like, I don't understand how you laugh at that. Like, I just, I don't get it. Well, like, she like, even said that she laughed at some of them herself. But I mean, I think not that. Like, she literally, like, like she, like, almost looks like the lights went out. Like, yeah, that, like her body just turned of off. So it's like, I was just like, oh my gosh. And people like laughed. Like, well, she laughs at other people. I'm like, I don't think you understand. Like, it's she serious. Died on air, and y'all would have been laughing at that. Like, what kind of person are you to think of that is okay? Yeah. Like it, it just comes to compassion. I talked about the golden rule in the live uh, last week, and it's about doing on the others as you would have done to you. Do yep. you would you want somebody to laugh at you when you are severely in pain and clearly in trouble? I'm like who, who does that? Who thinks that, that that's okay? You know. And the problem is that we have the society where every where everything's supposedly funny and everything's supposedly cool, and it's like. No, it's not due to people's lives mm-hmm. that we're messing with right now. Like I said, shout out to her for coming back, and I hope she can I'll stay as long as she possibly can because we're like, oh man, like, that's crazy. I love but, Wendy, though. At, but at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, I hope that she takes care of herself and doesn't and realize it's not about the fans, it's about you. Mm-hmm. Please, please take care of your health first. That's what's important. Not, you know, you're going to get your point regardless. Take care of your health because that your health is your wealth. For real, for real. Yeah, How no. many of you are X-Men fans? <gasps> Mr. Weatherspin, you were kicked out of this show. <laughs> I'm a huge X-Men fan, and I saw the new trailer for the Phoenix movie, The Dark Phoenix. Now, let's discuss, because it's been a huge discussion online with the X-Men forum fans, and even just Marvel fans completely are in disarray. We have we have our first trailer that came out. Now, Let's let's refer back to the Last Stand, X Men Last Stand, which yes. was a tragedy to the Phoenix story. Ooh, if you guys wait. don't know who the Phoenix is or what the Phoenix is, it's a comic book character um, that is pretty much a god. It, it exists in all multi plans of all comic universes within the Marvel universe, and uh, as long as there is life in any of the multiverses, it lives. So just to give right. you an explanation, she she cannot die. She's the most powerful being living in Marvel universe. Gotcha. So this this being and uh, possesses Jean Grey in the comics and uh, pretty much Jean Grey at that point doesn't exist in a sense. It's pretty much that and she's this great being. She has amazing costumes. She destroys things. Okay, and... so wait, so wait. Oh, wait. I think so. Is the Phoenix Jean Grey? Is that who we're... Well, the Phoenix technically, Jean Grey was dying and the Phoenix right. said, I'll put you in a cocoon in the bottom of the Hudson and you will heal. Uh, and uh, I'll take your place uh, with a part so... of your consciousness so that people will not know that you died. But technically, okay. it was this being, this godlike being parading around like she was Jean, and her job gotcha. was to protect the Imkron crystal, which was a good thing. Right. So long story short, the phoenix then takes Jean Grey's body and then goes into the heart of the sun, and that's the last thing you hear, but the phoenix then comes back. We're like, okay, you and Jean were supposed to die. What's going on? Well, right, right, right. the phoenix then had gotten feeling of the fact that she's god because she was in a human being's body and that's found emotions was that's like not, oh that's not good. i can i can kill you and i can uh, create uh, you uh, oh uh, i'm about to screw some stuff up gotcha. so that's technically the story of the phoenix now the x-men fans were mad at the last stand because they created this storyline where the phoenix was just like 
a second personality in someone's mind. Right. So you take this almighty cosmic being and demean it into, oh, that's just my second personality. So with this next story, Simon Cobberg's trying to kind of merge both stories. Like, technically, that is what the phoenix is in Jean's mind. It's another presence in her body and her mind that's trying to take complete control over Jean's massive powers. Right. And put them on, like, the most massive cosmic steroids known to man. So... In the first trailer, we didn't see any of that. And they had this big uproar. Oh, well, you know, he doesn't know anything. It's another last stand, whatever. But then in this most recent trailer, we see the actual Phoenix Phoenix manifest itself mm. and just starting to trash stuff. You have Mystique coming up saying, Gene, we're your friend. You know, fight it. Fight it. We've got your back. And she's like, stop, stop. And all of a sudden, she's like, stop. Flings her and apparently kills her. That's kind of the rumor because Jessica Lawrence or Jennifer Lawrence technically doesn't want to be doing the X-Men movies anymore. Oh. So we're thinking that that she'll be the death because there's a funeral scene. But Marvel, and I'm saying uh, not Marvel, um, Fox, because this is the last movie, uh, X-Men movie on Fox. Right. I think they're tricking us. Mm-hmm. Now, shifting planes here, they have Jessica Chastain playing an unknown enemy. I'm going to, to go on air and go on record and saying I'm very good at this for the most part, but I don't know. This is one of those iffy things, but I've dissected the trailer, and I think that Jessica Chastain isn't some kind of separate entity like they're trying to make you think. I think mm-hmm. Jessica Chastain is a mental projection of the phoenix that's within her mind, within Jean's mind, making uh, Jean feel like there's someone next to her, coercing her into giving full control of the phoenix. Because if you look at the trailer, anytime this enemy is in the scenes, no one else looks at her except for Jean. Mm-hmm. So I think it's this this physical manifestation of her mental projection. If that makes sense. Yes. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If I'm right, I'm right. But I'm nine times out of ten, I'm usually <laughs> right. But I think what happens is Jean finally gives in, and then the phoenix goes back, right? Just. So let's look up. I know that I will ramble, but I'm a huge Phoenix fan. So I'm really excited to see that. Oh, I hope they don't awesome. mess it up. Right? Like, can we not mess it up? That'd be awesome. Can we not screw this up? Like, that'd be super dope. Please, because I need a good X-Men movie. This is the last Fox X-Men movie. It needs to be epic. I mean, yeah. and after like four months of reshoots, it was supposed to be released on Valentine's Day, but oh, now it's wow. June. Like, come on now. I've been waiting for this for like three years. Yeah. So, yeah. Mr. Weatherspoon, what's next for you? What's your next move? Period. What's Period. your next move, man? What's your next life move? Coming to New York to shoot with you, Jason. Oh, well, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do need to shoot. That would be fun. That would be fun. Where to? Dubai. It's a beautiful place. Expensive. New York is cheap compared to Dubai. <laughs> I've heard. Like, like a bucket of chicken in Dubai is twenty like something bucks. Seriously? Yeah. Like, what is wrong? It's Y'all ridiculous. But together. you can get like Louis Vuitton stuff like magic there though. I've heard. Like magic. there in, in Paris. It's like super super mm-hmm. just regular, you know, two, three hundred bucks. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. shit. okay. Well that's not regular. I mean, well it's better than two thousand. Right, exactly. Right, boom. <laughs> that part and it's real. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely real. Mm-hmm. It comes from the source. Right. It's what I'm saying. Like we we get so overpriced here. Seriously. You know where I wanna go? Mm-hmm. I wanna go to the blue lagoon. Why the blue lagoon? It's supposed to have healing properties, and it's mad cheap compared to other resorts. You can get like a VIP spa package, and you go swim in the the blue lagoon, and it's like this, like, um, like this misty, foggy water, and it has like dead sea salts and minerals in it. I have heard about it. Yeah, it helps the body heal, and then they have these like salt baths that are made of Himalayan sea salt all around, and it has that mineral oil steam in it. Oh, it's so amazing! Oh my god, that's incredible. 
So, oh, guess what I found out? What happened? I'm just full of information today, guys. I'm just like trying to get it all out before I leave because we've got 15 minutes left. JetBlue has a new system or um, plane line or so, I don't know exactly how to explain it other than it's like first class but cheap. You can go to St. Lucia for 190 one way first class. Like it's business class seating. It's um, called JetBlue Jet Mint. M-I-N-T. Do they have it in the States or is it only overseas? It's in the States. Oh, we're going to check that out because I got to go to Vegas and oh, LA check and it out. all this stuff. I actually have to go to LA in July. So I'm probably going to take them. But I, I really want to take a, a, a trip. What is that sound? Oh, I was like, oh my God, is there something crawling under me? No, I'm about to take off. No. <laughs> What's next for you, Miss Azure? Oh my gosh. Well, going to Kentucky next week. And then I'm going to Las Vegas on April 16th for our uh, for <gasps> our 4th edition of Life After Sports. That is my Shout out to Candy Cotton. I'm so excited about my that. birthday. Uh, oh, I might awesome. come over to Vegas with you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, shout out to Candy Cotton, Life After Sports. She's the CEO and uh, founder. And so we are going to be working with some students and teaching them the importance of <laughs> having confidence and keeping your social media clean and understanding that that they are more than just the sport that they play. I think that's the biggest thing about life after sports that I love is that we teach kids that you are so more than just an athlete and that you have so much more value and you can do more in the sports industry than just play. Mm -hmm. Like you can be an announcer, you can be uh, a coach, you can be a referee. You can be a and sports therapist. You can be a sports therapist. And these all, these, and every single one of the jobs I just named have nice paychecks attached to them, mm -hmm. you know, and you're still in the sports arena. So if you get hurt, your life's not over. And that was the biggest reason that, that she even created Life After Sports was because she had so many uh, parents coming to her that either their children committed or attempted suicide because they lost their sports contracts. Mm. And so after having so many people, she was like, I got to do something about this. And she created this program. And now we've been to Vegas, Houston, uh, El Paso, New Jersey, Atlanta, LA, um, and, and Chicago. It's just talking about this and getting different athletes to come out and talk to students and getting athletes that have been um, overseas that didn't, that didn't make the pros, but they are you know, big overseas and all that kind of stuff. And we've helped to, we've helped so many kids around the country. So I'm super excited about going to LA and and this will be the second time that we're doing the event in LA, fourth time in Vegas, and then we're coming back for our very first uh, Life After Sports boxing edition, and that's going to be on May third. So like, it's, I'm blessed to work with. It. If you come to New York, let me know. Incredible. Yeah, I'd love to photograph that. Yeah, we yeah we definitely we were trying to come to New York, but we couldn't get the. There were some complications with that, but definitely as soon as we, as soon as New York gets it together, we'll be in New York. <laughs> oh, so the New Yorkers didn't get it together. Well, I see all look, the shade. Look, I'm just saying that it was the plan was to be in New York, and then last minute it was like, oh, we can't do X, Y, Z. And we're like, really, seriously? So yeah, when New York gets it together, we would definitely be in New York, and I will absolutely let you know about that. You know, I'm excited to go back to New York for, for Live a Lot Charity in September. Like we're back in New York Fashion Week. And what's going to be so beautiful about that is our show is actually going to be on National Suicide Prevention Day. Like, that is That's going big. to be so huge because 
it's just going to be so powerful for so many people. And a lot of the girls that are walking have overcame suicide, have overcame bullying. This is going to be such a powerful event because this is going to be their way to say, I am here and this is my time. Mm -hmm. And to know that we're going to be a part of that is just the most amazing experience ever. And not just that. New York Fashion Week itself. Yeah. Like, oh, that's yeah, we've huge. Done, yeah, we've done New York Fashion Week before. It's, it just it escalates so every year. I'm just, so much fun. I don't know if I can do this year. Get out of here. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, sir, we have a lot to work to do in the meantime so that you can utilize your time. Yeah. If you guys are coming to New York for New York Fashion Week, please don't come for just three days. You need to plan a nice two or three weeks. Because at the end of the day, the castings for New York Fashion Week take place a month beforehand i mean they start they actually start in the end of july but they go into august late august some happen the day before the show some happen three or four weeks before the show but most high-end designers want to work on their their stuff and have a clear concise idea of their mood board beforehand um, this also allows you to go to networking events and things of that nature during the time beforehand and after so New York Fashion Week usually is between anywhere between the 6th and the 18th or 8th and the 19th it just depends on the year but Find the dates. Make sure you're there at least three weeks prior into a week afterwards. I know it's a long time, but again, like I was teaching last night, if you don't look at this like a career, then you're just going to be failing left and right. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely have some things planned as well. Not really for Fashion Week, but for this year. I'll be doing my first two galleries in New York this year. Oh, that's amazing. I've been yes. working for three years on one, and then I've been working on a year and a half for wow. another, which I'm still shooting. It's just hard because you know a lot of this work that I'm doing lately is about being comfortable with the human body and so when you see a nude body on something people start screaming and yelling so i'm trying to change that persona of different body types fit skinny tall little tattoo no tattoo are you doing any of your fashion shoots are going to be in your yeah uh well not in my galleries but i'm definitely got some publications i'm looking to submit to um i can't want to talk about those of course of course of course but, but... yeah just stay tuned follow me i'm always mm. casting i'm always looking for models always looking for makeup artists and hairstylists and uh New York City area to work with. Um, this year's after after I shoot for the next month or two, uh, I think at the end of April, it will be strictly fashion from that point on and beauty, which has been my biggest yes. kind of like hard thing to do in the past year because I've been trying to manage the agency. I also now manage a studio as well. Shout out to Dash Studios NYC if you're looking for a nice private, beautiful, and uh, luscious space. Dash Studios NYC is actually amazing. That's why I work there. I tried a few studios but there it's like a family there and the energy there is insane like every, every time i go there i make a connection i just got off the shoot with uh v magazine i had nice. one of the cast members from pose was doing something oh my god i got yes. to work with james anthony celebrity photographer and he's absolutely amazing oh, it's that's so dope. and little mama like, got to shoot with little mama oh shout really out to little mama a hey, girl she looks like she has mm. such a, a beautiful spirit oh she like, does she is you know what the thing is i think that people when you when you meet a, a celebrity, you can't look at that person like a celebrity. You, you just you just can't. When the you minute you do, like you're a groupie. Yeah, like that's what people don't realize. Celebrities are people, real talk. Mm -hmm. Like they just want to be treated like regular people. Every celebrity I've ever interviewed, that's the main thing they say. They, they, like they're just chill. Like mm -hmm. it's never. Like, I fangirled out once. Who was it? John B. Really? I totally did. 
I totally did. I, mean, I love John B, but I hate John B because that's what I was called in high school. Because I, I in high school, I looked like him. It was so they weird. It wasn't just me. It was all of us. It wasn't, just, it wasn't just us. It wasn't just me. It was like four other girls. And we totally ran out on that one. Because it was just like, we're talking to John B. Like, this is, they don't know. This is like, what? Are you kidding me? It was so funny. He was huge, though. He was he so was really huge. Big. What was funny is I didn't know he didn't like boy bands. And he was so, like, he was like, I don't like any of them. I was just like, I was just like well, we can't interview and sing of Actually Boys on here now because he just tried them. Oh, so, wow. I gotta, I'm going to post that interview, actually. I'm going to post that probably on my SoundCloud. I have a whole bunch of interviews. I got to post the next Legacy my Kelly Price interview and all that. <laughs> and so many amazing people. Um, I'm booked. <laughs> you know, different. Uh, what is it? We we actually had the very very last interview with Alan Thick, which is really cool. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't I didn't do that interview, but I was on that show, and that was really really powerful. The last interview, Bobby Womack. We got a lot of like really dope like last interviews, which the families are very happy for. I'm trying to think of like someone I've ever been starstruck by. I mean, well, other than Janet, but like. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's after meeting Janet, you, you kind of have this, yeah. that's, that's like Michael Jackson's sister and she's a, more than an icon to me. She's a legend. She's like a goddess walking upon men. Like, but <laughs> it's just how different she is in person. Like she's mm-hmm. mad. Like, Hey, what's going on? Da, 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 da. I heard she's like, really cause I remember you, you were talking to Philip mm-hmm. when he had finished that, when he finished that show and she gave, gave him that, she, and she gave him that jacket. Mm-hmm. Like I really love that. The emotional shout out to Philip. Like that was just so. Dope. Oh yeah, happy happy birthday yeah. to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, dear Philip. Keep dancing, you're true. Yeah, it was his birthday a few days ago, and I yes. shouted him out, but I'm gonna shout you out again, boo. That's so he's so awesome. Like I he love, lost a crap load of weight. Huh? Yeah, he lost he a did. ton of weight. He did. He did. Mm. I I love his energy and his spirit and like and just his reaction the emotion you can tell like it was so because he had just so janet jackson had this uh contest where she had fans Dance that, with janet. That, that performed with her was it the billboard or grand music i forgot which, hmm? which i forgot what show it was for no, it, okay, well, it wasn't for a show. It was hashtag Dance with Janet, and they were looking to have her have dancers. Oh, uh, I just about for the Billboard Music Awards. Yeah, that's awesome. And so he made a video, and well, somebody <clears throat> sent it to a somebody. <clears throat> Yours truly, um, because I'm I'm so tired of like all these, pardon me, but these skinny little people always making making it seem like you have to be a certain size to do it. And I'm like, Philip might be a big boy, but that. He can dance with yes, the best of them. Yes, and can. so I flooded everyone that I knew's timeline and their DMs wow. with his video. I hashtagged it and I gave it to Gil. I gave it to uh, Joey Harris, um, which I don't know if Joey ever got it. By the way, shout out to Joey Harris. He's uh, Jan Jackson's manager, amazing guy. Um, wow. But yeah, like I, guys, if you're listening to this and you're a dancer and you're, you're a big girl, big boy, just push it, honey. Slay yes, it. Go slay. into the front yes. of the class. Don't don't sit in the middle. Go into the front of the workshop, front of the audition, and go the f off. Yes, like, go yes, off. Yes, yes. And and he did. And like and so, watching him on television and then seeing his reaction was so beautiful. He was crying. He was I in tears too. because, and then like and then watching and then there was there was another um, piece I saw on YouTube. We talked about a suicide story. Mm-hmm. And like to see that and then to see the Janet Jackson, the that they all came together, you could see where all that emotion came from. Because he was like, I could have not been here had I not 
listen to my friends. Like that's where that power comes from. The, you know, people wonder like, why are you doing all this? Why are you working with these the organizations? I'm like, I'm like the reason that I'm working with LOC, the reason I'm working with Life After Sports is because those moments are so precious to know that you could have possibly that you could have possibly saved someone's life. And you never know. Yes. The day that you consider suicide yes. might be the next the next yes. day may have been where your breakthrough comes through. You will yes. never know if you take your life. You will never know what what you could have been. You know what I mean? Yes. I mean that's why that's the only reason. No, that's the only reason. That's why I keep going. Like you got to keep going. Any closing notes from you, Mr. Witherspoon? Anything you want to tell anybody? And and announcements, and follows, and Instagrams, and Twitters. Yeah, follow us on Instagram, Snapchat, Witherspoon. We're gonna change that soon. But go ahead. <laughs> thank you for having me. Okay. He's so quiet. It's yeah, so funny. Go ahead, Jason. Well, guys, thank you so much for having me again, Miss Azure. I love my Denai Azure Radio. I love what she does. That sounds so. <laughs> Radio voice. Um, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter is J A Y M C Q U A I N. My Instagram is the real Jason MC, also known as Jason McQueen. Um, also follow me on YouTube, the real Jason MC, and keep a lookout. I got some big things coming this year that I can't talk about. Again, if you are interested in my masterclass in March 23rd, 24th, the link is in the bio on the Instagram. You guys have an amazing day and off to Miss Denial is your. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much, Jason. Anytime. And Joseph, like it's so 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 fun. I love when he comes to town because we have so always have so much fun. You guys can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Periscope, Snapchat, and now YouTube at Deny Azure. That's D A N A Y A A Z U R E. Like the Facebook page, Facebook.com forward slash Deny Designs for You, Facebook.com forward slash K First Entertainment, and Facebook.com Deny Azure Radio. Next Legacy.